All right. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to For the Win. I'm Eric Winalda. I'm all over the shop uh, today. I mean, people say about that, that about me sometimes, and it, and it offends me. But today you are well within your realm of reality by saying I'm all over the shop. I just arrived last night around 11 o'clock from Orlando. So I'm time zone, a little bit jacked up, and I'm in the middle of a move. My wife didn't think that one house was enough in Las Vegas, so now I have two. How about that? That's the way my world works. So we, it's, it's closer to the kids' school. That, that's all you need to know. But look, let's get into the football right away. A lot is going on in the world of football. If you're, if you're talking about America, we now have a final. It will be Portland and New York, the two number four seeds in our wonderful system of playoffs uh, have made their way to the final, so that'll be very interesting. I predicted this was going to be New York City in a blizzard. Nope, it's going to be in Portland. So Merritt Paulson, congratulations. You get your wish, but I still hope you lose. A lot of things going on as well as far as Americans when it comes to Jesse Marsh. He's only four months on the job over there in Leipzig. Didn't work out. And Ralph Reiernick, believe it or not, the guy that's now in charge of Manchester United's protege is also out of a job. But in the midst of all that, if you've been paying attention to Manchester United, they get the win. Fred scores with his right foot, which uh, if you saw the goal, it's a great goal. It's a great goal. And I, I could hear Roy Keane screaming at the top of his lungs, no! Oh, they can't believe that uh, Fred would be the one to get the win. But they did uh, actually play fantastically. But Ryernick is in charge, and now he has hired Chris Armis, who is getting blasted this week because of his failures uh, at Toronto FC very recently. It was unsuccessful with an MLS team, and it's, it's bad. It's, it, you know, some of the things that people are saying, it's just bad. And it's typical. I mean, when are we going to not understand that the English people, when something bad happens, go back to the Euros, a couple of black guys miss some penalty kicks, and then we're introduced to the wonderful you know, racism that exists in, uh, in England. Are you kidding me? They, so they're yelling about Chris Armas. They exude racism at times. They don't behave. They don't behave. And they certainly don't behave when they've had a few beers and they get behind a computer or their phone and they're on Twitter. So I'm, you know, my message to Chris Armas this morning was, don't listen to the noise, just do your job and be you. And I'll have my say on, um, on what I think, how I think that's all going to go. And I just realized a second ago, I, I didn't want anybody to think that I think racism is wonderful. I was being facetious. I hope you understand that. Um, not happy with, uh, with the way that people act sometimes when they're introduced to news like that. They're almost like pretending like this is a, a, an episode of Ted Lasso. It's Chris Armas. He's a great guy, and he will be a great asset to your club. And I'll explain what is going on in Manchester as I get through the rest of this news. Bernardo Silva continues to be amazing, even after we said he was the best player from Portugal or best Portuguese player in the EPL, all the while knowing that Ronaldo is still there, and he, and he comes through again. Chelsea fall to West Ham, uh, which watching the game... You got to see some frailties there with Chelsea. I would say, you know, Silva um, is trying to, you know, be a good captain and hold the, the fort together. But when you have the situation, we're getting closer and closer to January with Rudiger and, and Christensen, and then, you know, basically asking for, for more money. You're going to have games like that. You're going to have lack of focus, and that's what we saw. Spurs get a, a very good win, and we, we already talked about United getting past Palace, and the way they did it. You know, people are saying, oh, my God, look at the tactics. Ryanick's a genius. Relax. It was 1-0, okay? Relax. 
wasn't great. Um, and after the Everton loss, I mean, we got to see yesterday um, the, the 2-1 victory from, from, uh, from Everton over Arsenal. Arsenal had them, and then they didn't have them. I just love Rafa Benitez's reaction to the goal. It was, hey, hey, I'm still chewing on something in three claps, and I'm going to go back and sit down. Like, it's no big deal, which was pretty cool. Liverpool, you know, you know well, it's a 1-0 win, whatever. You know, it's, it, it is what it is. But the other stuff going on in Germany is interesting to me. Uh, we're, we're following the Jesse Marsh story simply because he's American and we're wondering where he's going to land. I'm going to guess now that Ryan can, and is going to give him a call and say, you know, we'll find a role over here for you if you want it. Uh, I know that Jesse, uh, we're friends, so I, I know that he's going to want to stay in Europe. There's a lot of speculation that he might be after the LAFC job. Don't know if that's going to happen, but he's working on his German. And there's a couple of teams in Germany that might want his services. We'll see how that all pans out. But it's, it's kind of a good deal. It just happens to be the world we live in as a coach. It, when you sign a three-year deal and you only last four months and they pay you out, <laughs> it's like, all right, that's not so bad. Let's give me a couple million dollars to go away. Great. Otherwise, in German football, we, you might be following this story with Jude Billingham. Um, he's an 18-year-old kid, basically gets interviewed and, and, and outs the referee, saying that isn't, isn't this the guy that uh, was punished for match-fixing? So, I mean, that's what you get. You know, you give a referee that has match fixed before the biggest game in Germany. What do you expect? That was his comment. $45,000 later, he is in trouble. He'll take the fine. I don't know how the club will handle that. I mean, there's so many times that, that the club will recognize a mistake and, and see what, what it is and then basically go back and say, look, we'll pay that for you. Don't do it again. But I think they're going to go into his wallet on that one. Alan actually had his comment as well. He said, I think it's a, sc it's a scandal. But, you know, look, it's a scenario that uh, you hope it's not true. But in the back of your mind, you're kind of going, oh, maybe it is. Who knows? Interesting also with uh, Mourinho. Mourinho had a bad week. That's never fun, losing, at, uh, uh, <laughs> losing to the team that you formerly managed 3-0. That's not, I'm sure he's got plenty of excuses to get out of it. I prefer not to speak. Because I do not want to get in trouble, I think. I am not in trouble. I, I can see that one coming. Champions League uh, starts today. I'll be watching a couple of those. AC Milan with uh, Liverpool. Which should be fairly interesting. But Porto's got Atleti, which Atleti's in trouble. I don't care how much they're paying Simeone. He's not having a good time right now. It has not been fun to watch. Leipzig, a new manager, goes into uh, a game against City. At least they got him at home. We'll see. I mean, originally it was supposed to be that last chance for, for Jesse Marsh, but there was a lot made of this. And I, I want to make sure that, that, that people understand where I'm coming from here because I've, I've followed Derek Ray, and Derek Ray, you know, his, his infatuation with German football is beautiful. And he's always got the behind-the-scenes um, information about what's really going on. And I think there were some insecurities there from Jesse Marsh. And, and I, can, I can tell you from firsthand experience that that place will beat you up. It will beat you up. Even his boss, former boss, and now Manchester United boss, Ralph Reinick, and it was in a similar situation with Schalke a few, a few years back, and he just backed away out of burnout. He wasn't even afraid to say it. This club is burning me out. I can't take it anymore. I'm out. I don't want to do it anymore. Uh, Bruges gets uh, PSG, uh, and Bayern has got Barcelona. But if, if Barcelona lose that game, it's over. I said a couple of uh, a couple of weeks ago, actually, that I was I was essentially saying that Bayern's going to win the Champions League. I still I still will stand behind that statement. 
I think they do. I think it's just Lewandowski's so pissed off that he got cheated out of the Bellendor that he's just going to go nuts. Even though he's on the back end of this penalty kick with Dortmund, of course, we all remember Lewandowski played for Dortmund, had great successes there, and then he's, he's the one that puts away the penalty kick with this controversial call. But I, 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 think, I think the world of that man. I think he is the real deal. Um, and that's why I'm backing them to, to win the Champions League. All right, I think I've covered it. I think I've covered everything you really kind of need to know. Uh, Aston Villa did, it, did beat Leicester. I guess that's that's the other piece in there that you might be paying attention to. Steven Gerrard is is already. Um, I think it's. I think he's got three out of four now. So that's got to be something. That's got to be something for him. The problem is he's got Liverpool next. <laughs> now the only good news for him is he's at Aston Villa, and Liverpool might come limping out of the uh, Champions League fixture, but. Regardless, we'll be paying attention to that next week. So let's get into the Chris Armas thing. To all of these, uh, for lack of a better word, asshats that are, uh, word I should say, uh, asshats that are in, in Manchester right now, just blasting away. Let me explain what's wrong with Manchester United. Okay? And this is not me doing my version of Gary Neville protecting Gunner. Okay? That's not what I'm doing right now with, with Chris Armas. Because we've all seen that. And Gary Neville basically... Oh, you can't say that about my mate. You know, that's not what's happening, okay? That's not what's going on. What is going on with Manchester United? And, and if, you, if you go backwards here and you, and you remember their participation in what was supposed to be the Super League, when we look at what's going on with Barcelona, you look at what, and, and losing Messi, and look at uh, Real Madrid, who's actually spinning out of this quite well. And Ancelotti has had a big part of that. But you look at the bigger clubs. Manchester United certainly represented a piece of the English movement to be a part of the, the Super League. It is really about the business of football. And what has the business of football become? Now, if you were to go back in time and you were to look at the way that things used to be run with Fergie, and if, 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 let's say it's Rene or Carlos or anybody else that, that was the... the assistant coach for Sir Alex Ferguson. In his book, he said, one of the most important things about Manchester United is that nothing that happened on the pitch on game day didn't already happen in training. He's basically outing himself as if to say, I didn't train the team. Carlos Kuroch did. It's not an excuse. It's just the way they did things. And Gunner, for, for, you know, is a great example of that. Maybe he's a better assistant, but, but he was in charge. And look at the people that he surrounded himself with that ran the show. Now, what is about to happen with the business of football with Ralph Reiernick is he has a pretty damn good resume coming in. Revamping Schalke, who was, was struggling. And now they're, they're, they're winning in, in Madrid. Bringing in someone like Raul. I mean... This is a business where Ralph Reiernick, whether it was Leipzig or Schalke or anywhere else that this man's been, it's about fair value of the player, but creating a different culture and really tapping into a youth movement. Now, what I'm suggesting here is that all the pressure that all you dummies put on your club to go spend, and you have to spend you have to spend to get to be competitive in this league. You got to get Pogba. 
Pogba will not survive on Ralph Radnick's watch. It, it, look at it this way. It's a business and it's a, it's a company, let's say. You work for this company. And they change CEOs. The company is failing. And it's the, the business is in the red. You got to find somebody that has the experience to get this club out of the red. No pun intended. Ralph Reiernick is the perfect guy to do that. Now, by hiring a guy like Chris Armas is a perfect example of we don't need to make this more complicated than it is. We have a new way of doing things. It's, it's like, let's say you got brought into this new, this new CEO brings everybody in and says, we're, gonna, we're creating a new structure and a new system. I suggest you all learn it. I have three people here who are going to teach you how to implement this system. That's what Chris Armas represents. I mean, if, for, for people that are going out on a limb and saying, well, what can he teach Ronaldo? Okay, fine. You go find me somebody that's going to be able to teach Ronaldo something. Go. That's what I thought. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't. Now, the other part of this, and what you, what you need to understand is, Sir Alex Ferguson used to talk a lot about, I don't know if he's a United player. What did that mean? The culture that was created by Sir Alex Ferguson needs to be revisited. What that means is you dive into their character a little bit more. You don't just sign players because they sell shirts. And that's what this club, unfortunately, has become. And they stopped going back to the real basics and the real principles and the values of what Manchester United used to used to represent. Being a United player means something. That's why Roy Keane gets so pissed off when you start talking about some of these players. And he says it out loud. They're just not good enough because they're in his mind, they're not a United player. Now, was Roy Keane a, a leg breaker and, a, and a, a villain out there? You bet. But he understood what it meant to put on the jersey. And if you go through, you know, some of the boys that were produced there with the Beckhams, you can put the Nevilles in there, Scolzi for sure, and even Nicky Butt. There was, a, there was a crew that came through that weren't expensive. It didn't cost an arm and a leg to get a player. And you start looking at, at the team and you say to yourself, where are the assets and how expensive are they? Why the hell... Is Mata still there? Why? So Ralph Reiernick is a guy that's been, he's a glorified accountant that's been brought in to balance the books and implement a plan. Does it matter who implements that plan? To a certain, to, to Ralph, yeah. Guys that understand his freaking plan. Does that make sense to you guys? So when you look at Chris Armas, Stop thinking about the football. Is he really going to be able to teach Ronaldo something? No, he's not. He's teaching them a new way of doing things that their new boss wants him to implement. Hey, guys, so I've worked with this guy before. This is what he wants out of you. So it's, it's, just, just hear me out. A little bit to the left here because your starting point needs to be a little bit different because this is how we want to press. Got it? Okay, great. 
Hey, I'm telling you right now, players appreciate that shit. They do. There's nothing worse than being confused. And there's nothing worse than going to somebody who has a big resume and a big name and saying, hey, coach, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Can you explain it to me? Sometimes the player has a hard time opening up to somebody that he feels that he needs to earn their respect. When it's the other way around, these guys are open. Hey, Chris, so what do you, what do you think Ralph wants me to do here? Oh, I can tell you exactly what he needs to do here. They, they, come here, sit down. It's, this is the way that, that, that the system works. It's more about vertical play. You know, he, you know, it's, you know we, we need to really look at these certain situations and the, where we recover the ball. And everybody says gegenpress, which is something that's a German phrase, which is all about where we recover the ball and how quickly can we, can we get after the opponent. It's a different way of thinking. It's a different way of positioning yourselves. Chris is a great guy to talk to about that. But if you're going to go back and look at his resume and say, well, he was a total failure as a head coach. And that means that he isn't qualified to be here to implement Ralph Ironick's system. Then you're just a dummy. How did Renee do on his, uh, his uh, head coaching stints? I guess you could throw McLaren in there too. Not so great. That's what this is. You have a new CEO. Whether, whether you call him coach, manager, technical director, sporting director, well, I don't care what you call him. It's just a new way of doing things over there. And by the way, Paul Pogba is gone. Not because he can't be taught anything by someone like Chris Armas. He will leave because he is a pompous ass that's already won a World Cup. Because he's all about his next haircut and what car he's driving. And how much, how expensive the clothes he is wearing that he shows up to training in. And we can all laugh about that. That is not a Ralph Reinick kind of guy. He wants somebody who's hungry and willing to learn. Do we think Paul Pogba falls into that category? Probably not. Does Mata? Probably not. Matic? Probably not. Bruno Fernandez? Yeah. Yeah. Look at Bruno Fernandez and then compare him to Forsberg. Okay? And what Forsberg has done for Leipzig. Right? You got guys like Paulsen and, and Sabitzer and, and guys that were not big names, but they were. Yes, I will implement the system. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, watch, watch what happens with Sancho now. Watch, watch, just watch, okay? And learn. It's going to be fun. It's going to be different. It's going to be something that you're not used to. But let's face it, you people aren't going to training anyway. And if you want to attack you know, Gunner, for, for not having the tactical, astute behavior that was necessary to represent Manchester United, then fine, go ahead, have at it. The point is, is there's, I don't know, 2.5 million people in the building that are going to be taught a new way of doing things. And whether they accept it or not, will determine whether they're going to be behind this idea or not. Ralph Reinick doesn't care. He's going to connect with the people that he can connect with who understand what he's trying to implement and he's going to go with the positives. 
Now, I had said previously on a podcast that I don't think he's going to be there long. I still would stay and stand behind that, that comment. I don't think Ralph Varnick likes being on the sidelines. I think he enjoyed, you know, giving uh, Fred a slap in the face and congratulating him. I think he, I, I love that moment. And it was a great, it was a great goal. <laughs> it was great. My son even texted me and said, hey, Dad, your favorite player just scored for Manchester United. Because I don't like him either. I, you know, but I do think that there are certain players who are going to really have to come to work with a different frame of mind. It's not just uh, banter in, in the, uh, the changing room and throwing socks at guys. It's, hey, the boss put something on the board. Do you have any idea what that means? No. The learning starts. Now, is that going to be, I don't know, is, is this going to be one of those moments where certain players say, well, this is who I am. I, I don't need to be taught anything. Or, and they're not going to be as receptive as others, probably. They will get weeded out pretty quick. Really quick. But I'm, ex- I'm excited to a certain extent to see what happens next. But this club will no longer be, it will no longer be necessary to succumb to all the pressures to go buy somebody for $100 million. Man City, by the way, is doing this without Grealish. It's just because you can afford to spend $100 million on a really good-looking guy that can wear the number 10 and create a couple plays doesn't mean you have to. So does it surprise you at all that Manchester United is doing this because their biggest rivals are doing the opposite? Because if this works, if this works, the Manchester United brass get to say, we're better businessmen. So, Manchester United, and all of you fans out there who love this club, and think that Chris Armis isn't worthy. And you want to call him Ted Lasso. Understand that your club has made the decision to hire somebody who is delegating his energies to the people he trusts. So the messaging is clear. And it's too late to complain. Put your freaking phone down and try to actually learn and understand what your club is doing out there. Instead of just throwing things every time somebody passes the ball out of bounds. Sometimes your ignorance is baffling to me. Just be better. Be better. Be supporters. Be supporters. You're already going in this direction. It's really silly. Really silly for you to do anything that would be counterproductive to the movement. Especially you dummies in Everton are walking out of the stadium because oh, we haven't won anything in forever. Walking out on Rafa, and then Rafa gets the, gets the gray scores. A beautiful goal. A beautiful goal. I'm not even, you know, it's not a, I'm not anti-Arsenal. But I do, I do appreciate beautiful football moments when they happen. Yeah, okay, Rafa. He's, he's a Liverpool guy. He still lives there. He didn't have to move. It's a small town. I get it, right? And some of you can't get over it. Red, blue. I, you know, get over it. Get over it. Get over Ryernick. Support Ryernick. The guy's a smart dude. And he's going to hire people who are going to help him implement what he wants. He's still in charge. But the messaging needs to be clear. And the players like Pogba, who think this is 
about how expensive your earring is are not going to be there much longer. And I got news for you. They never were a Manchester United player to start with. If we're really staying true to what that club means to you as supporters. Forget Roy Keane for a second. I can't forget Roy Keane. I love Roy Keane. I absolutely love the guy. And I love the fact that, that, that he's willing to say what's on his mind and to say it with such conviction. And he doesn't like some of the guys on the team. And he sounds like a bitter old guy with a beard. But guess what? He's right a lot more than he's wrong. This will be an interesting time for Manchester United. And I am so proud of my friend Chris Armas, who has managed to impress somebody like Ralph Reinick and to get a job that we all should, put, should stand in awe of. Will he do a great job? Yet to be seen. Do you know Chris Armas? Probably not. I, in fact, do. Our sons are born on the same day. We were on the phone when they were born. I got to go, man. My kid's coming out. Call you later. How, how'd it go? Oh, my God. Can you believe it? Our kids are born on the same day. That's the kind of friendship I have with Chris Armas. We talk to each other. We congratulate each other when something good happens. We, we send a text when, when something bad happens. Hope you land on your feet kind of stuff. What happened in Toronto? Maybe that just wasn't the job for him. People are saying, well, if you can't handle Josie Altador, how the hell is he going to handle Ronaldo? Different role. Very, very different role. But if Ralph Reinick, that guy's background, believes that he can implement what needs to be implemented right now in a club with the stature of Manchester United, who's going to argue with him? Who's going to argue with him? Let me answer that. A bunch of ignorant dummies who don't know enough about football who just think that they got to hire a big name. You really want to go there again? How'd that Jose Mourinho thing work out? That's what I thought. We're done here. All right, so um, I know this was a short one, but I am, uh, I'm off and running. I got stuff to do. I have my wife and I having a busy week. We, uh, we have two houses now in, in, in Las Vegas, and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get the spoons and the utensils over there today because we woke up this morning and we tried to cook or make breakfast for the kids, and um, it's kind of hard to eat cereal with milk in it uh, without spoons. So that's my agenda right now. That's, that's what I've got on my list. Uh, just returned from Orlando again, my team, still undefeated. Probably just jinxed myself. However, uh, very proud of the downtown uh, 04 gold team. We, um, we were terrific this weekend. Some of those kids, I hope they find, uh, um, I hope find their way into college. They certainly deserve it. I got some, I got some really talented players, and they're good people. So It's kind of like Ralph Reiernick picking people that uh, he'll back. I got six or seven kids that I have no problem right now saying, this kid will be a wonderful addition to your university. Either way, uh, that is it for me. This is, I never said, even said where I am or what this is, but if you found us, you know what it is. It's for the win. I'm Eric Winalda from Blue Wire Studios at the win in Las Vegas, Nevada, saying goodbye for now. We'll see you soon. I got to go watch the Champions League. It's happening right now. So I will uh, I'll report on all of that stuff and what has transpired when, we, uh, when you hear me again. In the meantime, try to be good human beings. Uh, take care of each other. Love each other out there. And uh, we'll hear you soon.